It's finally here. The 2020 general election has already begun in some parts of the country, and here in San Diego County, registered voters will see their ballots in the mail starting on Monday, October 5th. The election comes at a perilous time for many Americans. Years of job growth and marginal wage increases wiped away during the pandemic, increasingly dire signs of climate change, and a continued erosion of faith in many long-standing institutions. That's why, for the next four weeks, we're going over a series of key issues voters need to know before casting, or more likely mailing, their ballot. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. First, Voting 101. The pandemic has forced states to rethink their voting strategies, but in San Diego County, the transition isn't as complicated, because this region has long had most voters vote by mail. Here's the San Diego Registrar of Voters, Michael Vu. He spoke with my colleague last week. Every single registered voter is going to get a mail ballot. Uh, to keep everyone safe, uh, we're highly encouraging voters to vote that mail ballot and, and, and uh, return it, vote it and return it back through the U.S. Postal Service. Charles Clark, you're the Union Tribune's politics reporter, and you spoke with Vu last week. Describe how the Registrar of Voters has adapted to the unique challenges of 2020. Right. So primarily, you know, the, the big shift for our registrar and our registrar is a bit atypical in that because San Diego County has such a history of voting by mail, um, there wasn't quite as much of a heavy lift, right? We didn't need to do the same kind of uh, massive technology overhaul and things like that that other um, jurisdictions across the country are going through. Um, but the big shift for, for the registrar's office was mainly figuring out how to balance you know, the the real need to still provide in-person voting options, um, as well as, you know, safely executing an election. So, you know, every registered voter in California is going to get a mail ballot, and including all the registered voters here in San Diego County. Um, but kind of the big thing that people need to keep an eye on, if you're someone who still wants to vote in person, is that instead of there being thousands of poll locations, you now only have about 235 super poll locations, which are open for multiple days um, before the election and on election day. Hmm. And uh, there's a map and things like that that I'll make sure to include in the show notes as well. But um, there is a different timeline here. Uh, How soon do people need to get their ballots back if they're planning on the mail route? Right. Well, I I think the, the simplest answer is if you know who you're voting for, just fill it out immediately and send it back. Um, you know, if you're still undecided, which I think there are very few people like that generally, but if you are one of those few, I mean, the sooner you feel comfortable with your decision, the better. I mean, you know, honestly, talking to Michael Vu, he didn't seem to have much concern about, you know, the U.S. Postal Service being able to handle it. I know the Postal Service has been very effective at, you know, working through elections uh, at least here locally, uh, if you want your vote to get into the earlier counts, the the best thing you can do is just get it in. Um, and that means either get in to, you know, postmarked as quickly as possible. You know, the absolute latest you can get it postmarked is election day itself. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily encourage that. I think if you reach that point, you, you might as well just drop it off at a mail ballot, you know, drop box instead, um, just to, to speed things up a bit. But that's kind of your general timeline. I mean, ballots go out October 5th. So, you know, they'll be they'll be arriving in your inbox next week. 
Right. So, you know, and also obviously there's a lot of national talk about voting by mail and how safe and secure it is. I mean, bottom line, it's a safe route. That's why Michael Vu, you know, said. Don't let what's happening on the national discussion front dissuade you from how you would normally uh, behave in, in, in this upcoming election in terms of voting by mail ballot and getting it back to us. So it would be helpful to know what are some of the voting don'ts. I know the instructions are on the ballot itself, but we all make mistakes. What are some things you want to avoid? So the biggest don't, I think undoubtedly, is to not, you know, don't try to vote twice, you know, despite what some national political leaders have said. It is illegal to cast your mail ballot and then knowingly try and go and vote in person. Um, Also, you're going to get caught. I, I can tell you that pretty comfortably. There's a lot of safety guards in place uh, as far as election security to prevent that very thing. Um, other than that, there's there's a you know I guess more importantly a few other dues that uh, our registrar is really emphasizing for people. Um, after you fill it out, and we ask you to uh, per, per the instructions, we ask you to use blue or black ink. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you would. Uh, Take the, the the ballot and place it into the postage paid return envelope. Mm-hmm. Sign the back of, of the envelope uh, where indicated and date it. Mm-hmm. Um, seal the ballot inside the envelope and then return it. And for us, would be through the U.S. Postal Service, and if not that to any one of our mailbox drop-off locations or one of our super post locations that are out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say my signature gets flagged or something, but I mailed it in the first day that I was able to. Do they tell me if I did something wrong? Yes. So, you know, registrar staff, you know, if they flag uh, a signature that they have questions or a ballot that they have questions about its uh, it being verified, uh, they do contact the voter. Um, and you will be given the opportunity to come and, quote, cure your ballot, which means fix the mistake. Um, what that involves is you essentially signing an affidavit as well, um, you know, making it very clear you are who you are. And this is my ballot and this is how I intended to vote. Cure your ballot sounds like a cocktail. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we got through the logistics can you refresh us on what the election night looked like in March and how this one might be different? Right. So, you know, in, in March, and it was kind of funny because going into the March primary, there was all this discussion about how this that was an unprecedented election because there were all these different state laws that were finally taking effect. The biggest being that every person could do same day voter registration at their normal polling place, which was totally unprecedented. And that's what people thought was going to cause a lot of um, kind of disruption just as different counties get used to doing that process. Uh, you know, as far as how that will compare to the current election, I mean, the biggest thing, right, is there are less in-person facilities. Presumably, you're going to have more people voting by mail. Um, given it's the presidential general election, there was always going to be a larger voter turnout, Um which will be another interesting aspect of this to watch. Uh, and those are kind of the, the, the fundamental differences, right? And mainly the fact that every registered voter is getting a mail ballot, whether you opted in or not. Uh, you know, and then I guess the, the one other big distinction to keep in mind for all of us, and we're really all trying to hammer this home, is that there's a lot of 
uncertainty around, you know, what we're going to know and when we're going to know it as far as results, um, which is why I asked Michael Vu last week, you know, are, are you expecting that we're going to know more or less than we usually do on election night? I don't know. So it sounds in most ways, our registrar is confident things will be smooth in San Diego County. That may not be the case elsewhere. As a political journalist, what would you recommend anxious listeners keep in mind when we start getting those push alerts and emails about what's going on on November 3rd? Right. So number one, which I remind myself, uh, is take a breath. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a long night and it's probably going to be a long couple of weeks, especially I know most of that attention is paid to the, the presidential election. Um but, you know, I think the reality is, right, if we really, if you are someone who really believes in democracy and that America is a democracy, you kind of just have to sit with it and recognize that that means that everyone's vote who is eligible to vote um, and decides to exercise that right needs to be counted. And, and that'll take time. You know, we're in a global pandemic, you know, a once in a century kind of thing. This is totally foreign terrain and we'd all do better if we can just take a breath and recognize that uh, even on election night when tensions are running high and you know it's unpredictable as, as far as uh, what one of our leading candidates will, will be doing mm-hmm. and it's worth remembering that we had an election during the 1918 pandemic we had an election during the civil war America can do this Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then I think the one other thing I would just add is, you know, this concept of waiting for results, like there's been this weird kind of, and it's partly contributed to kind of national media's discussion of it, where people are like, oh my gosh, I have to wait for election results. Newsflash, in California, that's been the way for a long time now. And not just in California, most places that applies. It's just that races traditionally to get to the level of, you know, competitiveness that that factors in, it, it hasn't always come up. You know, we, we talk about, and I spoke about this with Michael Liu a bit as well, it's just the, the fact that in San Diego County alone, if you look at our past three elections, you can find high profile cases that have flipped races from election night, both in favor of a Republican candidate and in favor of a Democratic candidate. So be patient. Uh, and as you know, Daniel aptly put it, uh, we, we've had elections before. We should be okay. All right. Charles Clark, thank you so much. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. On the next special election episode, you'll hear how the opinion section of the paper is covering the election. Opinion editor Matt Hall will break down the endorsement process and how the editorial board makes decisions. Expect it in your feed next week. Until next time. There's always an election official's prayer, which is, Lord, let the winner win big.